What's up, people? It's your girl, Jesse Real, and you're here with me another Sunday. Ha! And you already know what's up. Time to tap in. Let's get real. So, guess y'all know I had to bring one of my favorite people back on the show. Because, you know, we've been having a lot of repeats, three-peats, and returning, you know, people from the fan bam. So, this is, like, one guest that I know you're probably, like, she's been talking, probably to be like, yo, she talked about it before. And I'm like, yeah, I probably gave y'all false hope. My bad. You know, life be lifing. <laughs> but we're here now. Claudia's here, guys. Yes, Claudia! Hey. Hello, hello, hello. Yo, do y'all understand what we went through to get this episode? <laughs> Okay, because when I say we're supposed to do this, first of all, it's almost been a year since we did our first episode together. But I'm like, yo, like, we supposed to have done this last year. We supposed to have actually done this for, then we supposed to do it for you. We supposed to do it in December. Then we supposed to do it for y'all in January. Mm. Mm. Let me try it again in February. <laughs> Let, let, let me say something. <laughs> because this, this is all my fault, okay? I don't want to try to take that. Because Jesse's going to come through and she's going to give y'all something every Sunday. Oh, thank you, you so much. What happened was, what happened was, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. what matters is that we're here now, okay? We're here, we made it, we, 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 we live. Because I want y'all to know I was going to curse her behind now because I actually brushed my hair and I was looking like bone crusher. And I'm like, I'm going to brush my hair even though it is Clarissa. I want to still look presentable for her. I know y'all can't see me. At some point in time, I'll get to that part when it's like, I show y'all the visual of my podcast because I'm pretty sure y'all can't wait to see my facial expressions. If only y'all could see it when we be having these conversations. <laughs> but when we, when, when, when y'all, y'all make it happen for me, make sure I get picked up by a network so they can provide that for y'all and I will have a YouTube channel. You know? Because I we're we're still in the baby stages, even though I'm about to be three years. I don't have time for equipment. I don't know how to work all that shit. That no. Baby stages. Stop playing. This ain't no baby. You got a grown, full toddler, um, fifth grader. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real, it's about to be a toddler time. Like Clarissa was over here, like shocked. I'm like, how are you shocked? She was like, what? Six thousand downloads, three years, over a hundred episodes. Like what? Thousand downloads. <laughs> Are you kidding me? You're telling me this is baby stages? We don't Because <laughs> we're moving on that. Uh, hey. Let me stop playing. <laughs> but nah, I've really been at this, y'all. I've really been consistent. I appreciate y'all rocking with me, though. Real talk. Clarissa was like one of the first people. I was like, yo, sis, I need you to listen to my podcast. Tell me what you think about it. Like, do I got something here or should I just like just do this one episode and just like leave it? Because you know, if you're going to do something like that, you got to at least hit with one episode so that people can't. Make they real determining factor because it's like, damn, she gave us one episode, but I fucked with the episode. So it's like, then she just left. So now there's a mystery. So when you do come back, and if you do decide to do it, niggas is already on it because they're like, yo, that one episode put me in. So I was like, I'm going to just ask Claudia. One hit wonder is not in the cards for you. Okay? <laughs> no matter what she decided to do, whether it was this, if it was continuing ball, if it was freaking. Oh, you're taking it. You're taking it there this time, not continuing ball. I want y'all to know Clarissa's only saying that. Clarissa's only saying that because they used to ball on the same basketball team in middle school. Okay. Stop playing. Stop playing. Uh, 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 uh. Clarissa. Okay. Clarissa was the Clarissa balled. And first of all, she's the only person I know, nigga, I know that can have a perm, and they should still her edges never sweated out her edges. When I say the way we used to sweat. Hair still have the bounce. The ponytail still got the bounce in it and everything. I'm like, my nigga, you was just sweating bullets. How your roots not sweated out? Don't lie to them, Jess. Don't lie to them. Don't lie to them. <laughs> <laughs> but we used, to on the, we used to battle on the basketball court, too. Like, y'all ain't want to Harlem Shake with us. Y'all ain't want to battle with us. Like, what? Hey. We used to body. We, I ain't, we ain't going to do it for y'all. We ain't going to do it for y'all. But we used to body. Girl. Girl. We used to body. We <laughs> used to <laughs> body. <laughs> Is it Sunday? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> oh my gosh. You know what? Y'all ignore her. So the real reason why we're supposed to be here, you'll know I'll go off tangent this whole time. I have a whole conversation. Have y'all in that conversation. Like you sitting here with us on FaceTime in real time. Like I will have y'all feeling like, yes, girl. So what's the kiki? Like what's next? What happened? <laughs> 
But <laughs> the real reason why I hear y'all know the last time of course was on here, we talked about being you know Latinx part of the Latinx community. But we always said there's a deeper part because a lot of what we hear when it comes to colorism is a lot in the African American community. But baby, when I tell you colorism don't got nothing on the colorism in the Latinx community, baby. The, I'm gonna put it to you like this, and I'm and y'all know I'm Afro Latina, Afro Latina. So if me saying that, that means that I love my black women, but y'all think colorism is some shit. At least y'all can unify. Colorism is based in the culture for you to be able to blend in and like live the Amer. That's how you live the American dream to in the Latinx community is by being able to be one of them. So at least, and you know why it's worse? Because they can actually pass. See, we be fighting for dreams as African American women most most of the time because like we can't ever get that fair skin where it's gonna look like like hey you a you know you a black woman when in the Latinx community. What girl? And they, and they go deeper than just the fair skin, baby. If you oh, yeah. Hair, if you don't got the thin nose, if you don't got the little tight little lips. <laughs> if you can't look like you're, you can't look like you don't have a lip, period. <laughs> if you got a lip, you gotta go. Okay. Like, these Kardashians, like, listen. They're they not even in Latinx. Those, they're Armenian. They don't even count. They're Armenian. But they take all our shit. That's, that's the crazy thing about life, though, right? Everything flips. Now everyone wants to... Yo, have you seen... And no, no hate to my Asian community because you know I love my Asian community. But you see in China how they making the... They, they have the curly hair. Yeah, yeah. Like the little rubber band dress they put. Yeah. And look, what's so funny is when I was younger, going to the Dominican hair salon, what we used to say, and look, if y'all take it, don't take this the wrong way because it's all love. <laughs> Oh, no, baby. Oh, no. But we used to say, I'm going to put your hair Chinese. Meaning, I'm going to make it straight like a Chinese person. Like, that's what we used to call it. Like, te va a poner pelo chino. Period. It's Chinese. And out of Chinese and, the, and my Asian, I love my Asian, they put in their hair curly, girl. We in. We in now. Girl. When I was growing up. Nigga, you know, we, you know, we both know. Like, what? Are you crazy? Okay, but today's episode is called, since I still haven't told you, my bad, <laughs> Melanin Monometer. Um, it's called Melanin Monometer only because I feel like the topic, the way it falls, we're talking about melanin. Melanin is in the Latinx community as well as the African-American community because I feel like, you know, we just had different stops where we got dropped off at. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just really where it came from. Um, but a monometer pretty much is often used to measure pressure that's different in column heights also as a common unit. We're talking about the Latinx community. It's a common unit. But at the same token, there's a lot of measure and pressures. And that's when the melanin comes in. Y'all know y'all love my analogies or whatever. So. <laughs> I like that. Oh, no. so I just feel like this is just expressed in like inches and centimeters, like water, mercury, all the other kinds. So they use it for like temperatures and pressure. I'm like, yo, this exactly ties into everything with melanin. Like it's different pressures that are applied depending on where you fall on the spectrum of your melanin. Because if you are more darker skin, your family don't expect you to be able to be in the bureaucracy and be in the upper class because you pretty much look like a black person. You want a lighter end with light eyes, blonde hair, you're able to fit into the dream and put yourself down as white and just, even though you're not white. Hello. So that's a whole nother pressure. So there's a, a, a dream to attain to be on the lighter end of the spectrum because you can literally live the American dream. Whatever the fuck that is nowadays, somebody let me know because I'm still trying to figure it out. <laughs> okay? <laughs> Yo, that's so it ain't nobody better because we had some numbers on the last episode. So I'm like, ain't nobody I cannot have this conversation better than with Clarissa. And it was funny because I kept seeing stuff on the internet. And this is what I told her earlier. I'm like, y'all kept seeing stuff on the internet that was about... The Latinx community, like Aida Rodriguez, uh, Gina Torres, and Amira Van. Like, it's just a bunch of women. And I'm just sitting here like, yo. And then Amara La Negra. And I'm just sitting here like, yo, me and Chloe got to do this episode. Because Aida Rodriguez really got into it. Because she's Puerto Rican, Dominican, and Cuban. Like, she's literally... She the whole... She the okay? She the whole Pacific Island or what Pacific Ocean or whatever you whatever oceans over there. Anyway, <laughs> Atlantic Ocean. 
But end of the day, it's just like it was so many conversations, and like even listening to Gia Torres when she was just like how she came in the industry over thirty years ago and she had to play a black woman because it just felt like her Spanish roots weren't something to acknowledge because it's like, why would you want them to see you of this complexion and you speak Spanish? But she grew up in a Cuban household where all she spoke was Spanish. Spanish was her first language. So she passes as a black woman, even though she might have longer hair and be medium complexion, but there's no role for her as an Afro-Latina. So for her to now say 30 years later where she's in positions like Tommy Vega and, you know, 911 Lone Star, she can show that she is of Afro-Latina roots where she's speaking Spanish sometimes. She's like, and I, her name had to be Tommy Vega. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I'm like, yo, it's, it's stuff like that that doesn't get discussed. And I feel like a lot of people are identifying as Afro-Latina nowadays. So it's like when you're doing it, make sure you're identifying with both sides. But when you're doing it, understand the differences, even though it's a similar concept. Understand some of the differences on how this is about to play out. Yo, I, I just... I, I, I just excited about where we at right now though like to even be able to have these conversations to have it thought or even this is true you know what i mean like, this is true before then, this, this wasn't never even a topic it wasn't even something that's like it's not even that you were shame but it's like there was no like category for it. it was like it was non-existent so the fact that we do have these people coming out and just like yo, know, i remember back in the day it was just like kind of like taboo it was just like you're you're hispanic and that's it but in the hispanic household you don't know what we're dealing with right you know what i'm saying right you're black you black not knowing we all we all black up in this bitch and then, and then <laughs> you go even further you come to find out we not even black we, we black is a crayon color we, we not black we, we indigenous to this bitch like this is all like, like yo listen it goes deep y'all see why i wanted her on here y'all see why i wanted her on here we're going deep. We're applying pressure. That's what a monometer is. So we're applying pressure. We're applying pressure, okay? We're going to do it today. We're going to just be real on Just Be Real Podcast. Period. That's what we're going to do. That's what we're going to do. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know if you watch Real Housewives of Potomac at all. No? I haven't. I haven't. Okay, so y'all know I'm a trashy. You know I am a tv junkie like it's when people when I, you know people can say they're tv junkie but like i legit am a freaking tv junkie like if you want to pull up your roku i'm pretty sure i got a, a show pull up my roku now pretty much i got a show on every freaking app on my damn roku right now that i could watch <laughs> and tell you the plot and probably three other shows i watch on that app so, Real House of Potomac, y'all know I love reality TV, trashy, even though I'm an original real world person from like season one with Heather B. And like Tammy Roman days, when reality, that's when reality TV was birthed for you people who may be too young enough not to know. Um, so, I'm like, you know, reality TV, you know, housewives, Potomac and Atlanta, the only two black franchises out of the whole franchise thing. So, you know, they're never on at the same time. It's like one comes in one season, one comes in the other, so they kind of come back to back. So, Potomac has had, like, the same cash, I want to say, for the last three, four, five seasons. And they were talking about how Candace and Wendy, Dr. Wendy Ocefo are experiencing colorism. So, just pretty much saying, like, oh, a lot of stuff that Giselle and them were doing, like Giselle and Robin would do, they would say made them feel like they were being, you know, they would get excused for their behaviors, but let Wendy and Candace do it. There's outrage and the whole Twitter world is going crazy. And she feels like it's because they're of darker skin. So there's a lot more they have to prove. So the conversation was fully addressed. And I, I feel like I only asked you that because <clears throat> they brought up on the reunion about colorism where Andy Cohen let them have a discussion. And it threw my mind for a loop when Giselle said, but that doesn't mean that's colorism. Like, I don't I don't think you get it. Like, that's just because you that's that's how you feel. It doesn't mean that's what it really is. And I'm like sitting here, like, you literally slandered her husband's name and threw through threw his name through the mud as if he assaulted you. And he's a white male, but nonetheless, like, he's a father. So, like, to say that to a woman, like, and you don't get disciplined, like nobody's coming at your neck for this whole storyline. That's like, if it would have been one of them, they would have crucified them on Twitter. And just because they're, I feel like they're darker women. So when they talk back, it's like, oh my God, you should have left them alone. You're childish. But when Giselle and Robin do something, like when they attack in our situation, nobody got nothing to say. You see what I'm saying? So it's just like, I brought that up because I'm like, I feel like in a way that's kind of how it is in the Latinx community. Like you a fair skin, you say some slick shit, you good. Like nobody's probably going to check you. 
But if you are darker skin, they're gonna look at you like I feel like personally, like for instance, Amara La Negra. She gets a lot of backlash for her mouth, but she's darker compared to I don't know who else is on her show that is a Latinx, but like compared to somebody lighter than her, who's probably like not even Latinx, they get a pass. And I'm like, but how? It goes back to the, the angry black woman theory. Like, as soon as somebody says something that is like, bro, I'm dealing with this every day. How are you going to tell me what I deal with on my day? Okay. <laughs> like, and the nerve. <laughs> who gave you the right to eat? Who, who do you think you are? I just think it's crazy because it's like I think it's crazy cause like how you said that it's, it's crazy that we're able to talk about it right now I think it's crazy that we're able to visually now see it on like TV programs and then people still try to fucking ignore it like, Amara La Negra said that even as a kid, when she used to be on Telemundo, they used to never, they would look at her crazy, like, you're not Dominican, because she was really dark. And she used to sometimes not get picked for gigs because of that. She said, but if it wasn't for Celia Cruz, she would have never known what it felt like to be a woman of darker melanin, but, you know, you're just like everybody else. It's just that she's a little darker. As my abuela would say, a negrita, which is not a very nice thing to say, but ayona. And look, those those words, they use the like of endearment. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like someone outside looking in, it's like you call you you call me a little black girl, and it's not. It's like it's it's literally the translation. No, literally. Like that, that, the literal translation is using it as endearment, but it comes from that. It comes from that era of the conquerors and all of that. Because before they came, it wasn't. You wouldn't. You wouldn't. Single me out to call me Negrita. We all must. Be. <laughs> it's like we got a bunch of pencils in here, but as soon as a pen comes in, oh, hi, my little pencil. You wasn't calling me a pencil last week. Right. None of the pens are here. You calling me sign up. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, what's funny is, you know, my brother, right? My little brother, man. Shout out to him. Shout out to him. He just came back from Spain. Literally, he's in New York right now. He just came back from Spain. And I'm asking him, yo, how did it go? Whatever, how did it go? And he tells me for the first time he experienced like real, like like felt it. Like he felt racism, like for real felt racism. Bro, they wasn't trying to, one, let him in the country because they were saying that, oh, he has to be invited by a, a citizen of Spain. What? Morris is a light bright. He's light, light. You know what I'm saying? He a light bright. And, and look, that's why I say that. It's not even just the colorism. It's your features. You know what I'm saying? My yeah. Brother, he got my same nose. He got my, you know, I think my brother has bigger lips than me. So I feel like there was, was. And his hair texture, because he got that thick. Just like, yeah. He's Dominican, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he probably going to be like, oh. I'm gonna get, he probably gonna be like, yo, my sister dead ass put my business out there like that. Like, why she do that? <laughs> Listen, he, he knows his all love. And it's something that we gotta talk to. I didn't even know he was gonna go out there and really witness that, but and live that. But then on top of that, they, they wouldn't even let him out the country. Wait, what? How you bro. you wasn't even trying to let me in the club, but now you ain't gonna let me out? <laughs> like the fuck? Bro, I couldn't believe you. I I felt so I was so pissed when he told me that because I, I I it's like, you know. I don't have any kids, but it's like, you don't want your kids to have to deal with this. Right, right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. God damn, bro. And then on top of that, he sees, like, all of the streets and stuff out there. 
are called, like, you know, Dominican Republic is Santo Domingo. Right. Like, all of these streets and everything, it's all from Spain. And I tried, you know, to explain to him, like, bro, they conquered, like, everything in DR right now is just a copy of they, what, what they put out there. And that's still to this day. Still to this day. So, it, it, it's crazy how... It's not just the color of your skin. It's everything, right? Yo, features is crazy, too. In 2023, baby. This was last week. <laughs> like, and, 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 it, and it's, I'm glad you brought up the feature part because features play a part, too. Like, anybody who, well, y'all might not know, but I have two older sisters. Like, I probably talked about them before. And one of my older sisters is darker than me and my me and my other older sister. But the thing is, they both have the same mom and dad. So, like, I'm lighter than both of them, but my mom and my dad are, like, the same complexion as my oldest sister. So, they're, like, so people be like, oh, that's not your mom, that's not your dad. I'm, like, that is. They're, like, no, but why you not? They complexion, I'm, like, the same. My sisters have the same, literal, 100% genetics. And they're two different tones of melanin. It's possible for it to, you know that every bloodline is not 100% black, right? So, like, it could skip a generation where both my parents darker than me and I'm literally high yellow. Because my grandmother looked like a white woman, even though she was Puerto Rican. That's our superpower, baby. We can make every race up in this, up in this world. Like, <laughs> in this world. We can make every complexion, every race come from us. The black woman, okay? Don't, don't, don't let them lie to you. Don't let them lie to you. Period. Okay. But I just feel like, you know, it's acknowledging privilege because I always hear... I think it was... Who was it? Gina Torres when she did like a, a round table... And she was like, you know, imagine being this Cuban girl who, you know, speaking Spanish and somebody says that you look like a monkey because you have big lips and, you know, real coarse hair. And they're like, you shouldn't be speaking Spanish. You're a monkey. You're you're a nigga. You're a black monkey. Like, but it's like because you don't look what they think as, you know, the European way of looking at as, as Latina. It's just like. So when do we acknowledge the fact that those who are told to marry into the, the bureaucracy and bullshit and really like you literally have people, your complexion checking that they're white off as like their ethnicity. Girl, I'd be like, you're right. I ain't supposed to be speaking Spanish. I'm supposed to be speaking my native language. Okay. Nothing's conquering language. That's the part that us, that all of us here, black from America, Black from the island. That's what we need to acknowledge, so we can get on the unified front. Word. We're speaking as English and this Spanish and all of this extra stuff. No, we're supposed to be speaking our indigenous languages, and then uh, forget the speaker part. We wasn't even speaking. We was communicating telepathically. Okay, let's go back. Let's bring it back. We still do that. We still do that. Like this, mm, that thing over there. With, come on now, don't don't play with them. Or you could be looking at your friend and you'd be like, you'd be looking at them, you'd be like, and they'd be like, or that, or that look your mom will give you to sit the fuck down. It really is for them to be able to just blend in. And then it's like, when you do that, you're pretty much telling somebody, forget your roots. Forget where you came from. Forget your culture. Forget your ancestors. Like, I just think that's crazy to say, especially when a lot of Latinos are all about family, 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 family. So how the hell are you going to tell somebody to forget family and their origins? Bro, that's real. I I literally was sitting here thinking about that shit today. I'm like... You say you about family, and that's what a lot of Spanish families or Latina families are based off of. But you're telling somebody to literally blend in to be something that they're not. And forget the rest of y'all motherfuckers really technically existed. Because you're not going to be able to assimilate with them. Bro, but the key is they think that's what they are. That's what I'm saying. Delusional! Delusional! Rapist, bro? Like, are we talking about the rapist? That, that rape, great, great, great grandma down the line? Mm. Like, we got that in our blood now? Like, bro. Come on, bro. Stop playing with them. So that's why they think that they white. Who's somebody that you could think of that's Afro-Latina that you can think of that is somebody you feel represents and kind of, like, makes it known, like, 
we got a problem. Because, you know, like, you got Amanda Seals for that, like, for the black people, even though she's lighter skin. So do you feel like there's somebody that's like that in the, as that's Afro-Latina, that kind of gives us that same energy in, in that culture? Well, let me think. I mean, Amara, she, she, she's, a, she's a good representation. Yeah. But somebody that, I don't know, that's probably closer to our age or like... Um, Amara know. is our age, so you know that, right? Amara is our yeah, age. No, but she's <laughs> in the music industry. You know true, true, true. I, I, don't, I don't know to what extent she, she represents us that much to make it more no i mean that that's the best way to because the music industry and the tv is the way to get to the most people you know what i'm saying to make the right so that's a great representation right there but if we look back it started with celia you know what i'm saying uh, to put the forefront up there for us Azúcar, um, azúcar negra. I, 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 I was like that's not good about that because it, it's sad to say that I can't think of one person right now that's a good representation of us that, that really puts it out there. I bet you after this, I'll think of a whole bunch of people. But I say Aida Rodriguez for real, for real. I feel like she's doing she's doing it. And I think she's doing, and I think the fact that she's doing it without having to be forced, you know how people are doing it, but they're in conversation. Like that's the goal of the conversation. She's literally doing it to make people aware on her own time when she does interviews, just to let it be known, like, this goes on in my culture, too. Like, this is not just a black thing. This goes on in my culture. And let me expose y'all to what also goes in over here, so y'all don't think that a lot of people are exempt out of this and it still doesn't go on today. You know what I'm saying? I feel like she's very well-versed in that. Because a lot of every interview I've seen her do, excuse me, she makes sure she makes it known, like, and even in her stand-up. I still have to watch her uh, stand-up show, but even in her stand-up, she makes it her business to be like, I'm going to educate. Because I am a public figure, it's my due diligence to share my knowledge and educate those who are not going to take the time to try to understand. Bro, that's fast. You know what's funny, though? All right, so you know I'm in California, right? And you know, I work with a lot of Mexican people, Salvadoran people, South South American um Central American, those are my partners. Love them for that. Ah, those are my partners. You from? And I was watching. It's funny. I was watching uh, on um, on IG this story about this girl that it's like a real whatever, and she's saying she she looks more like Indian. Like she has more of the Indian mm-hmm. with the straight hair, straight long hair. And she tells a story about when she was younger. Like her parents would tell her never never part your hair down the middle. Never put your hair in two uh, long uh, braids because you will look more indigenous. You know what I'm saying? You will look more like like an indigenous person. Like wow. And she would have to literally, she would always make her hair wavy or try to make her hair like, so she didn't acknowledge none of her native roots. And that just goes to show how deep it goes, not even in the Caribbean culture. You know what I'm saying? In all cultures. Right. This is, uh, this is, this is, this is throughout everybody that they're trying to make this back in the day. And it's funny. And like I said before, like, it's great that we're able to talk about this now because these are things that as a child, we were looking like, oh, wow. Like, I, I, I don't know why I have to do my hair like this, but I guess it's just, you think that's just making your mom happy so you can look right in the industry so you could get a job. Or right. But it's not only us. In the Mexican culture, they also have to adjust to the European standards. Like, it's crazy. I, I literally just learned that probably late last year or something like that. In 2022, bro. Like, that's crazy. That's beyond crazy, bro. It's wild. It's wild. It's not, it's not, only, it's not only us. It's, it's throughout everybody. That's why... I, I try to I try to go deep and learn about my indigenous roots. Yo, when I say Clarissa be out here educating, Clarissa be out here. That's all she posts is educational stuff, yo. Yo, it, it's the truth. Like I don't know why. I feel like it, it's because um, I always like history and stuff like that, and then that just lets me learning my own history. Like freaking nerd, you're such a damn nerd. <laughs> <laughs> such a damn nerd. Yo, okay, that's another reason I mean Corsa did not do an episode because <laughs> one at first time she forgot. 
Okay, mind you, by the time she remembered, she was like, oh, snap, my bad, sis, I'm already out too for the night. Then I was like, girl, forget it. Second time this heifer got sick, talking about, I don't really have a voice. And that was a month ago. That was literally a month ago, bro. I had no voice, and I was like, I don't even, I don't have the balls to even be like, I know, but mind you, I want y'all to know, I told her a week in advance, I was like, if you don't feel good, let me know so I can be able to move accordingly. Mind you, we did six her time. Y'all know what six her time is? Nine o'clock here. Y'all know my old ass be going to bed at like 9.30. But take this out. <laughs> Even after I flaked on the whole thing, just got her a whole fucking show. I'm like, yo. <laughs> <laughs> I sure did. I sure did. Yo, Clarissa, we like, yo, Clarissa had wasn't able to do it. I still had an episode that day. And she, she was like, wait, oh shit. She still got an episode. <laughs> I'm like, I, cause I felt so bad. I'm like, oh my god, I'm fucking like, this, 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 this her, this is her business. I don't play with people. Like, I'm glad. Thank you for saying that. I appreciate you acknowledging that. Nah, bro, I felt so bad. Like, you don't understand how bad I felt. Like, I felt like I done failed on the president or something. Not like I. Don't <laughs> but you know, like, I'm fucking up. But you know, that's a good thing. That's why this time. Bro, I got a little cold again. My girl got the Don Juli. The Don Juli Juli. My, my, my partner told me. Don Juli Juli. <laughs> Don Juli. She was like, yeah, I'm going to. um." She was like, <laughs> hold up. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> so Clarissa was like, yo, she text, I texted her earlier and I was like, um, you good? So she hit me because I was like, go ahead, her. And I was like, wait, it's it's 8 o'clock here. It's like 5 o'clock there and it's Saturday. I'm not texting her. I'm going to wait a little later when it's 11 her time. Like, 11 her time be like 2 here. So it'll be like an hour or 2 right before, you know, we got to do whatever. She goes, today's the day. <laughs> <laughs> then she was like, I got a little cold going on. She said, but don't worry about it. My nose not stuff. I'm not congesting or nothing. She said, I might have to give me a little tequila because I, if I got a sign language this show, I'm a sign language this show. I was I ain't drank since January, but I might have to give me a little sip or something. I ain't even mad. I ain't even mad, sis. Do your thing, sis. Do your thing, sis. I ain't even mad, sis. Do your thing. But yes, yo. <laughs> Chris was like, I'm not letting, I'm not, I'm not even gonna do that to you, bro. And I was like, I appreciate you. There's no way. Nah, there's no way. So y'all get to, you know, be a part of it. Shout out to Melly. Shout out to Melissa. That's one of our childhood friends. <laughs> Shout out to Melly. Because when you posted Amaris and I had said happy birthday to Amaris, I think that's when Melissa found me. And she was like, Jazz. And I was like, Melly. <laughs> Yo, it's guaranteed. Every time I do an episode with somebody from childhood, somebody finds me on Instagram. This. I need a workout routine. I know you know the workout routine. Stop playing with me, honey. Stop. <laughs> Word, because Melly snatched. I'm like, you just had a baby a year ago. There's no way possible. She's, yo, shout out to you, Melly. That girl snatched, okay? Snatched. But I just feel like there's a classification system, which includes categories such as like blanco, negro, trajido, indio. You know, this this fucking, you know, the mulata, like all of that morena. Like, why do you feel like like it's a way for us to just identify with a race rather than just like identify with just the culture of what it is as a whole? Well, they gotta, they, they gotta put us in a box. Because they, I feel like, honestly... They don't know what, how to categorize it. You know what I'm saying? They don't know what to do with the the entity that we really are, bro. Like, we are so much more than just a simple category. You know what I'm saying? Like, True. We are so much more than that. We, we, listen, we the goddesses of this plane, for one. We were here to, we, we were put on this earth to take care of the motherland, okay? And the motherland is not, I'm sorry, this might be, um, what's the, what's the word, um, a controversial I just gonna say convoluted. I'm be like, ooh, Clarissa, you real fancy today, girl. You gonna use convoluted? <laughs> convoluted. Okay, big words. Okay, you're pulling a Jess right now because that's something I would have said. Is like, let me hit you with one for the one time. Boom, convoluted. <laughs> I'm just, uh, uh, 
Then I forgot the word I was going to use. You said contra. You said controversial. Okay. The motherland is not Africa, my my people. I love everyone here. Okay, but the motherland is not Africa. The motherland is all of this whole world. This is all ours, not just Africa. Everything on this little planet we got popping. It's our job to make sure that it's right. That's what we were put on this earth to do, right? With that much power, and if you the enemy, you have to try to diversify, right? Pick, pick, pick. You feel me? And put us separate. So you have to d- separate us. So we can't... How, how are you going to conquer if there's no division? You know what I'm saying? Ooh. So they have to separate us and put us in these different categories. And once they convince us of these fucking categories, then they convince us to tell us, no enemy, that motherfucker over there is your enemy. But I created that motherfucker, so I should be your enemy. That, that, that's the whole that's that's how the devil works and I'm not a religious person but if you grow up going to Catholic um uh, what's it called not Catholic school but Sunday Catholic whatever or Christian whatever you learn about the devil and you know how he works okay this is how he works he makes us divide and conquer you know what I'm saying so I feel like that's why they put us in these different categories just so we can fight each other and not have to worry about them they in the back is looking at us eating popcorn. Like, yeah, let these motherfuckers kill us. Okay, because you know they think we, you know they were think we are circus. So, let's watch them entertain. Bro, it's a sick, it's a sick, sick, sick way of doing things. But hey, once you learn that, then you know that. Listen, don't put me, don't call me a morena, don't call me this, don't call me, don't call me black, don't call me none of that. I'm a god, bro. Like I'm all the way. Listen, I, I'm. Bro, people not gonna understand this, but if you know, you know. If you know, you know. You don't, don't, don't categorize yourself to these English terms. You not that, baby. You not. You way more than that. But think about it also, which I think is something that I think I can see you about to go down this way because I can feel it. I don't know because I just know you. I can just feel this is where it's about to go. It's about to go there. So, like, I just think is that, like, the labels have different meanings depending on the island and country, too, that you're in because they can have, you know, vary regionally. So it's like, like how you said Negrita is probably a term of endearment, but it ain't one in freaking Colombia. Colombia is not going to think of Negrita as a term of endearment. You know what I'm saying? Mm. 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 <laughs> did I say something or did I say something? Okay, I might have said something. Yikes. I'm just diving right on in that mug. Like, throw me, throw me to the sharks. Period. It's messed up to say, but honestly, look, and, and I have so many. My stepmom is Colombian. Like, my sister is Colombian, bro. Like, I love my Colombian people. I love all my different people because we all come from the same. We all come from the same thing, right? But you also got to remember. We all mixed with different blood too. You can't you can't deny that. That's a fact. That. We also are mixed with all of this extra stuff in us too that makes your mind get the words the right word convoluted. Is that the right word to use for this? Yes. Convoluted would be the word. I, I said com- convoluted for two hundred, please, Alex. Perspectives, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely, in a different country like Colombia, Negrita might—I mean, it might be a good term of endearment, but <laughs> it ain't in Spain. <laughs> we can say that for a fact. That's a whole fact. That's a whole fact. And then in Dominican Republic, Clarissa can probably test to this because you know I got a homegirl out here who's Dominican too. Her name Bree or whatever, and she's Afro Latina, but she speaks fluent yeah. Spanish, but she look like a black girl, but she's. She's Afro-Latina. So, like, we speak this all the time, and it's just funny because everybody just thinks that we're just black. And then I'm like, that's all you can see? Like, that's it? And they be like, nah. They be like, not until we look at your hair, and they be like, oh, so, oh, look at your hair texture. Like, oh, your hair's mad curly. I'm like, what the hell is that supposed to mean, though? Like, that don't mean nothing. But I just think it's crazy because I just feel like with Dominicans, Negrita, depending on where, it can be a term of endearment, but that shit, don't say that shit to no Haitian or no Haitian to call you a negrita. Let a Haitian call a fucking Dominican a negrita. Those are fighting words. 
Bro, even the most Dominicans. That's what I said. They could be used like a diss. Like, you dissing somebody by calling them that. And, and... Nowadays, motherfuckers ain't taking that shit. Like, we just like... Okay? <laughs> That's like calling somebody who's literally from the Dominican Republic a gringa. Like, you're pretty much saying, like, you so Americanized. Like, you're not even to your roots. Like, you're not even... You're not You're not one of us. Like, you're on the outside now. That's a whole other thing that we had to grow up dealing with. Like, we too... Let's talk, talk about it, Clarissa. <laughs> talk about the... Talk about how convoluted is. For the FYFE people don't know what convoluted means. It means to extremely complex and difficult to follow. And that's exactly what the hell this whole conversation is. Because this whole spectrum of melanin thing is always going to be hard to follow. Because it's always going to be dependent on who you asked, their experience, and their perspective of how they had to indulge in it. And face the adversity. To, you, to, to, to put myself in these different categories, right? I'm an American. Dominican, right? I'm born in America. I call I'm an American, right? And if you want to get technical, all of this is America. America. After America is the whatever name they got that from, because it was from some dude from Spain, right? But all of this, North America, Central America, South America, it's all of the Americas, right? Including all of the islands in the Caribbean, right? That's geographical, okay? As an American Dominican, growing up, it's either you two, you two, you a gringa. 100% you can't tell me when I go out there, if they hear a little bit of English, it's a wrap. They're on you. And if they hear you speaking Spanish with a little bit of a wrong accent, they're on you. You know what I'm saying? So, growing up, I got was too gringa. When I'm in America, you know what I'm saying? And you know I'm very Dominican. Hell yeah. It's like, oh, you too Dominican. Like, you too, like, oh, like, you know what I'm saying? Then, it's like, I'm a little bit lighter skinned, so, but my hair is still, so, for a Hispanic person, right, all of these categories, all of these little labels, for a Hispanic person, I'm too black to be Hispanic, you know what I'm saying? And there it goes. Back in the day, the, 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 the figure or, or what you're looking at to be Hispanic is what you see on the telenovelas, on Telemundo, on on the TV, you know what I'm saying? On Univision, it was mostly Mexican people. You know what I'm saying? Mexican people and lighter-skinned Mexican people. Because you're not even going to see people from Puebla or from these other places in exactly Mexico on the TV. You know what I'm saying? You're going to see the lighter European more with them features on the TV. So I wasn't even Hispanic enough to be Hispanic as a Dominican. You know what I'm saying? Like, I speak... Spanish just like you. I would have to speak in Spanish so people would know that I'm Hispanic. And it's like, bitch, why the fuck are you even trying to do that? For right, like, why I gotta, why, why I gotta prove myself? This day, because in California, Dominicans are not too common. It's becoming more common now. But when I first got, I got out here, which was ten years ago, people always thought that I was black or a mix. They would always ask me like, "What you mix with?" They would think I'm from Belize or something like that. And when I started speaking Spanish to other Hispanic people, they'll be like, oh, my God. They'll think, oh, you Cuban. Oh, you Puerto Rican. They'll never think I'm Dominican because Dominicans wasn't out here like that. Until later on, now they know more after the Cardi B's and all that. <laughs> people know about Dominicans now. But it's just like, yeah, like, I- I'm Hispanic. Like, shame on you for judging me, bro. Like, talking all that shit you were saying in Spanish. Yo, that's how you be getting niggas caught up because people don't be knowing to understand Spanish until they say something I'm like, and then I say, be me being the smart ass I am because y'all know Puerto Ricans speak Spanglish, so don't ever get it twisted, but they say something I be like, yeah, this kind of crazy because why would my hair look like this? And they be like, oh shit, she understood what, what, yeah, I heard you. Yeah, like stop playing. Listen, we, we still got a lot to work on as a people, as a culture, we got a lot to work on, but on the big spectrum, I feel like we're getting we 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 getting there. Or maybe it's just what I see. You know, like you attract what you are becoming, what you see. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm honestly seeing more of the you know like acceptance, and more more of people like actually like understanding that, bro. This was a setup <laughs> from gates. <laughs> from gates. Oh. You were oh. destined to fail. Period. <laughs> But they couldn't keep us down like baby's kids. We don't die. We motherfucking multiply. I just, I don't know. There's so much more to go, but it's just like, 
I need y'all to wake up on some school day shit. Wake up, yo. Like, the struggle, people want to have their own individualistic struggle. And it's like, yo, my nigga, as long as you have melanin, we're all fucking struggling. It just may be some parts of culture in American culture than others. And I was giving air quotes because I don't really believe in American anything. Um, unless it got KKK instead of that C. That's the only time I believe America can. America Okay, but other than that, it's just like, we're all struggling. And I think it's always been an issue for me because y'all know this month is Women's History Month. I just feel like I never tapped into my Afro-Latina side. I never identified as Afro-Latina because I was raised in a black household with a black mother. My dad wasn't, you know what I'm saying, really wasn't as involved so I'm not really exposed to it as much you know what I'm saying so it wasn't until me and my homegirl Bree and she's like we mind you going to something she was like a, a potluck for Christmas she was like oh you're bringing a Puerto Rican dish I'm like yeah she said I knew you was fake I'm like what are you talking about she was like, I knew you was fake um because you speak Spanish and I was like un poquito like it's been a minute I ain't that good she was like she was like um, you said Dominicana, and I was like, for real? She was like, yeah, and then we were talking about, we were speaking in Spanish ever since, you feel me? So it was just like, it took her, somebody I'm around to be like, you know you're not just black, you're Afro-Latina, but you got the flag, but you're not really acknowledging, like, that part of you when somebody's asking, you're just saying, like, you black, but you're not just black, you see what I'm saying? So it's like, why is there always a forced effort to have to distinguish between the two? Why can't two exist? And I now see having Amira and Gina and looking at it like a lot of us out here do exist like heavy because you wouldn't think Amira Van is um Puerto Rican and black but because she's so light but she is for real and you know what's funny even with the separation right because they always try to separate us with Afro-Latina when it's just not why is it not just Afro why is it not just why, why do we have to put the Latina in there? Why do we have to separate it by the language? Because that's literally all we're doing. Separating my like, speak English and I speak Spanish. The conqueror's languages tell both of us. This is true. So why is there even a separation between black, quote, and I put that in quotes because you know how I feel about it now, right? Why is there a separation between black or African-American and Afro-Latina? There shouldn't really be a separation at all besides the language barrier. Because, look, another thing that I was noticing, I figured this out, like, in 20, like, after the call, after the whole, you know, like, I think 2020, 2021, you know, like, the Orisha, um, like, Orishas, and, like, Yemaya, Oshun, all of these different, you know, beliefs. Bro, we have that all in our culture. Oh, yeah, definitely. talking about that. That's all. That's what we all know. Like, and this is something that Celia Cruz, if you look up Celia Celia Cruz, she has a song for Yemaya, and I feel like deep down, that's like my mom down down the line or something like that, because I love the water, I love the ocean, blue. Bro, that's in all of our cultures. And I was studying, because I was studying all the seven reads, the the biggest seven reads or whatever. And, and, and all the guys or whatever and I'm like I'm looking at it and then I hear a song and I'm like bro that's exactly what I've been listening to that's follow music from DR you know what I'm saying if, Dominic, if you Dominican you know about follow music which is just the drums you know what I'm saying Right. that's all of our stuff like that's everything that we know and look before the, the slave trade that they quote unquote say was a slave trade which is up for question right now because you can't sit here and tell me that we wasn't here Bro, there's... <laughs> Let's go deep. Let's go deep, Jess. Okay, period. I'm just over here giving her a side eye, y'all. I want y'all to know. <laughs> listen, listen. You know that Dominicans was in New York way before Christopher Columbus? We made it all the way up there on our little canoes, walking all the way up there already. There's history of... And I don't know if it was all the way to New York, but there is a Juan, Juan Duarte something all the way up there. But that's Juan Duarte, if you think about it, that's European. That's True. Right. So you can't take that, right? But there's history of us in Virginia. So from Dominican Republic all the way, or if it wasn't Dominican Republic, it was like Española, where it was Haitian and Dominicans together because there's no separation between Dominican and Haitian, you know? We brothers and sisters, Puerto Ricans, Cubans, Jamaicans, all of that. We all the same, okay? We all come from the same thing, no blood. 
We was all the way up there way before the Europeans came through. And guess who else was in our island? And guess who people from the islands was over in Africa too? They, you think that the Europeans was the motherfuckers that invented boats? No, no, you can't give these motherfuckers credit for that shit. These motherfuckers <laughs> were starving, starving with, with freaking diseases and all this other shit in freaking uh, Europe. And that's because of they dumbass. Cause people was in Europe too. Was True. Too. Don't 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 let them lie. I mean, look, you could even look. You got some Italians that got real dark skin and. Stop playing! Stop playing! So you have to you have to really the platano comes from Africa. How they got there? How they got there? So, so, so how how is our main food? It, 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 yo, you have to really. Study your history so you know where you're going. If you know your history, you know where you're going to go. James Baldwin said it best. Know from whence you came because if you know from whence you came, you'll know where you're going. Hello. Hello. Don't let them lie to you guys. We, it, it, we all one. We, it, it's all it's all one. I'm being nosy, y'all. Clarissa's talking. She's trying not to be. She, tried, she see me being real Puerto Rican out here looking through the blinds. So I'm like, I hear all my neighbor. I'm like, my neighbor's moved out. Why am I looking at people in front of my damn door? I'm such a Puerto Rican. I'm like, hold on. Clarissa talking. To, I want y'all to know that's why I was like. <laughs> be nosy. Just nosy. I'm like, who is this coming down the stairs? Like, my neighbor's moved out already. Like, I thought I heard footsteps and there should be nobody living up there because I know they moved out. Don't fucking have me tripping. Sorry, y'all. That's part of my culture, too, okay? <laughs> <laughs> okay? Because we don't play that. But nah, that's really something I, I think about. And I was like, you know what? I think this conversation needs to have, be had because it's Women's History Month. And I feel like Women's History Month, given that we just came out of Black History Month, it kind of rolls forward to run into each other where you can show the intersectionality um, in all aspects. Because like you said, why I got to be the depiction of Afro-Latina, why is it not just Latina? You're just a different version. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know how they have a black girl. Not every black girl is the same. There's different type of black girls. There's different type of Latinas. There's different type of Latinos. Like, so why it got to be the Afro in front? As if you know that your melanin you think just came out the fucking sky. Like, yeah, we know there's the Afro part. Oh, why the Latina in the end? Why can't it just be Afro? <laughs> I mean, that's all. That's all. we have to have the Latina in the end? Listen, Clarissa, do you have any B-Real bombs, anything you want to share with the people before we sign out on this joint real quick? <laughs> Look, the only thing that I would love to leave the people with is, first of all, yo, listen to the number one podcast in all of the <laughs> I appreciate you. I appreciate you. I don't know what's important. Uh, you 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 going wrong somewhere because Jess is gonna come at you with this type of, of information, with health information, with um knowledge about knowledge on knowledge on knowledge. With yo, listen, the stuff that you be co- I don't even know how you do it. <laughs> <laughs> you do it, and the consistency, the consistency is unmatched. Like the dedication is unmatched. I appreciate you, yo. I really, really do. Nah, like that's when people ask about what my podcast, and I feel like when you're passionate about something, when people ask you like, "What's your podcast about?" I'm like, "Society and culture and personal stories." It should be able to roll off your tongue when you know what your purpose and what your mission is. So, I'm like, so what's your podcast about? You know, some people are like, "Oh, it's about you know some things about life." Da da da. Like, okay, well, great, motherfucker. We have talk shows for life. Like, why? Why you're trying to sell me to listen to your podcast to be a subscriber? So, if you can't tell me what your shit about, why should I even be tuning in? Or if you're not confident about what you're doing, why should I even waste my time to tune in? So, I just feel like when people ask. I'm like it's about you know society and culture and personal stories and personal stories are just my experiences that I feel again taboo conversations that aren't need to be had that that's the only we can heal is we gotta have those uncomfortable conversations like we can't act like they don't exist and we're gonna continue to pass down the transgenerational trauma where if you're trying to break generational curses and cycles let's make it do what it do mm, that part right there I feel like us cause we 90s babies right? oh D 1990 born we started the 90s okay let it be known and anybody born after 95 i technically say 94 you're not a 90s baby 
You're a 2000s baby, okay? You're a 2000s kid. Okay? Thanks. Our generation right here, we have a good, a great way of, like, of, like, sewing together the past and the new of, like, where we're going. Right. What we already been through. You know, we like the tech. We right in the middle of the technology era. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Bridging the gap era. We're the bridging the gap. Bridging the gap. Yes. That's the era we are. And I feel like without us, these conversations won't even ever happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know what it is. What, what what was in the water when we was made? But period. <laughs> whatever it was, it just makes us look beyond. You know what I'm saying? Understand the path. Still have that tradition that we do have. We still acknowledge, you know, the tradition of respecting your elders, you know. Right. Things of that nature. But we still like, all right, grandma. Relax because that's a little racist. That's a little, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you have that balance. Right. Exactly. They, they, exactly. They, they, they knocking grandma out. And the old kids are like, I'm going to just do what grandma says. We have that balance of being able to. Yes. Like, let's really. Let's Tell me why and let's have a conversation. Let's have a conversation as to why. Because you just telling me why I ain't going to work for me. That, yo, I literally was explaining this to my associates. I work for human resources, right? And I had to. Ex- when I explain. My thing is, I explain to people the why, and that's a big thing for me because I was never the type that you just gonna tell me to do something and you just gonna expect me to do it. No, you have to explain to me why, or else I'm going against that every single time. But you explain to me the why, I'm like, okay, that makes sense. Talk to me like I'm a grown adult. Exactly. Like I'm a child. Right. Talk, talk with me, not at me. Hello. Hello. And these new kids, you have to explain to them for real, for real. And they still might not even get it. And that part. Cool. That's cool. Grow at your own pace. But I feel like we set, in a, we set in an example for the future. We're having these uncomfortable conversations. We're opening the doors to these conversations. And really Facts. even questioning ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Like questioning, okay, why did I do that? Why do I feel this way about this certain group or whatever it is? And it's, it's, it's not to point the finger and not to do anything else, but really figure out you. If I can leave y'all with anything, it's figure out you. It's always you. This is my, if I die tomorrow, put on my tombstone. <laughs> you, okay? You did this to you. It's always you and everybody knows that. So that, that's, that's what I'm going to leave y'all with. Figure out you. That's figure it. out you. Y'all heard what she said. Period. So, y'all heard it from my girl Clarissa. Y'all know y'all love until Clarissa comes. Y'all know y'all love it. Listen, I love y'all. I love you, Jess. I love you. Uh, you know I love you. You're like, you know you're like my favorite person ever. And I mean, like I said, I've known Clarissa since we were 11. So, it's been like 22 years. Yo, we get old. Don't say that. Don't say that. Listen, I don't know why she be trying to run, but we look great, okay? That's what you talking about, okay? We look good for our 30s because you got little niggas out here looking young. That's younger than us, looking older than us. So, per- Yo, Jess, if we going to really get that, because I really don't care. AJ, nothing but a number, and A's don't even exist. Yo, but this is our 33rd year. We about to be 33. Jesus Christ, age. Okay. I said the Jesus year, aka the Pippin year, and people like people like Pippin year. I'm like, nah, this is the Ewan year. They're like Ewan. I'm like, yo, that's the problem. Patrick Ewan was such an underdog that people don't put enough respect on her name because they think of 33, they think of Pippin. But Ewan was shitting on Pippin for days. Like Patrick Ewan is that nigga. He's he's spread across the board, multiple businesses, hellhole name, sneaker deals. Like y'all sleep on Pip, on Patrick Ewan. But Ewing is the tres tres. Like, he made miracles just like his Jesus year. Y'all can have that Pippin, Pippin cliche. He was a wingman before he was his own man. I'm trying to be on my own type, Tommy. You feel me? You see how you see how you get everything from this? You see how you get everything from this channel? Y'all better stop. Stop playing with them. Period. Welcome, Mr. I appreciate you coming on. You know, it's always a vibe. It's always a good time. Solid. Solid. Yeah, you know. So I guess we just gonna catch y'all on the next one. We find something else to talk to you about. You know, let us know how you feel about this one. If you want us to come back, you know, you have to tell me. So I can tell my girl to come back. Let us know. That's let it. Know.
So that was my girl, Kaladi, my sister, my Dominican sister. Y'all can tell we clearly have been friends for too long. Um, but you know, that's always love. Y'all know I always love bringing my people on. So as I always say on air, be real, be true, and always be unapologetically you. I'll catch y'all in the next one. Peace.